This program is brought to you by Jim Humble's MMS. Don't delay and get purchased today at GatMMS.com or the Veritas store. The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. In January 2020, last year, we had tonight's guest on. That was before the so-called pandemic erupted around the world. I read a lot of these premonitory dreams that had allegedly become true. As you know, I don't want to believe, I want to know. I would only know if I had been aware of those dreams before the respective events took place. Tonight, we'll discuss some of his books, in one of them titled The Dreamer. It's interesting to note that on January the 3rd, 2016, Juscelina Luce sent a notarized letter to the mayor of Santa Monica, California, saying, quote, On November 8th, 2016, Trump will receive 306 pledged electoral votes versus 232 for Clinton. The official count will be 304 and 227, respectively. These were the correct figures, both before and after defections. Then, during our conversation last year, he shared a notarized letter he sent to current, quote-unquote, President Joe Biden, letting him know he was going to win the 2020 election. Many of you wrote to me, and I agreed with you, that the only way this was going to happen was if the election was stolen. But we're not going to get into that. As of right now, it is what it is. Shortly after November, many of you made reference to that episode and asked me to bring Dusselino back. We have been in touch for the past few weeks, and this will be a full interview. There is no way we'll be able to discuss everything in two hours. And Dusselino has authorized Veritas to sell three of his books on our website, which have been translated into English. The Dreamer, Coronavirus, Premonitory Dreams, and the latest, titled Marburg, Hemorrhagic Fever. So get comfortable, and let's pay attention to what Juscelino Deleuze has to say. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview, and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button, at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy, MMS, CBD pure hemp oil, Divinia water, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, Just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Juscelina de Luz's childhood was very different from other children. I'm quite troubled, because from an early age, he began to manifest paranormal faculties. As time went by... His physical system began to change to enable him to have paranormal experiences, and these changes caused problems. By the age of seven, these problems were more pronounced, 
and he had to repeat a year in school. Notwithstanding his intelligence, his family, evangelical Catholics, found his experiences incomprehensible, as did others he knew, especially his school friends. His mother, concerned for his well-being, took him to the hospital for an examination, but the doctors could not find anything outwardly wrong with him. From the age of 13, Dusselino began to write his dreams down in letters. He found that unless he did so, he could not sleep. In the course of his life, Dusselino has had about 90,000 premonitory dreams. How does he know this with any accuracy? Because he has written them down and kept copies of all written versions. Dusselino's daily life is outwardly unremarkable. He lives in the Brazilian city of Aguas de Lindoy with his wife Claudia and their four children. Dusselino's inner life is as remarkable as his outer life is commonplace. When he is asleep, he travels through space and time and witnesses events which have not yet transpired on the earthly plane, but which will come to pass in days, months, years, or decades in the future. Dusselino refers to his experiences as quote-unquote premonitory dreams, but in truth they are more like extraordinary sharp visions of a wide variety of future events. In rare cases, they refer to Dusselino himself. He saw his wife in a dream three months before meeting and marrying her. The book Dreamer gets deeper into this story. And again, the three books are on sale at our website. And directly from Aguas de Lindoy, Brazil, I would like to welcome Dusselino Nombrega da Luz back to Veritas. Hello, Dusselino. How are you? Welcome back. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I was telling you offline that you called Trump's win back in January 2016 and named the exact electoral votes. And then during our last interview, you called it for Biden. But before we begin, for the people who are not aware of your story, tell us about your first premonitory dream back in 1969 when you were eight years old. Yeah, it's really a couple, a little bit, a couple of years ago. I was reading some uh, predictions that I received that uh, uh, Joe Biden would be the president. However, I have nothing against the Trump government. That was me, uh, to people understand better, that to say that Trump would win uh, a long time ago. And uh, about the, the last election before the Joe Biden win. So uh, Joe, uh, Trump won that election. And afterwards, I received a new message about the next election uh, that will be competed by Trump and uh, Joe Biden. And so uh, I wrote many letters to the Democratic and also to the Trump president telling him that the unfortunate next time would not win the election in the United States of America. However, I insisted with my letter uh, many times, and uh, I wrote to many, many places, including Joe Biden, including Trump, that Trump would win, not win, and uh, the Joe Biden would win. So this comes to real. But did you actually had a dream saying that he truly won, or did he, him, when I say he, the establishment, did they steal the election? No, no. Uh, I said that he, uh, there is no uh, other change uh, that he, Joe Biden would win. That's uh, why 
I have written that letter before. You know, uh, in my dreams, in my dreams, I received that message uh, according what's happened and what he, everybody, everybody couldn't see in the in the polls during the polls. I have seen this uh, contents in my old dreams, and I have written that letter about this. So simple. You just basically see who won. It doesn't matter if it was a real win or stolen. You just see the person winning, right? Yes. This is, that's why I would like to tell people, in, in my dreams, I cannot come into this situation if it was stolen or not, if it's something is wrong or not. Uh, this does not belong to myself because for me, I have just have seen what has happened in the end. But this, that, of course, I, I know the situation, but this situation of politicians' uh, matters or subjects, I cannot involve because my part is spiritual, not to judge anyone. Understand? Understood, understood. And uh, by the way, you had a dream, your first dream Premonitory dream was when you were at the age of eight in 1969, right? Yeah. It, this first dream was about a crash between a truck and a car. It, it was a car called in Brazil, is a German car that's called in Brazil, Brasilia. Yes, is the name of capital of Brazil. Uh, but this car uh, not existed in that time. And I have seen it in 1969. I have written the letter, but in that time, I was a little bit, uh, um, I, I was a child. I couldn't see uh, how to send the letters for the people. And my mama, uh, all the times, uh, my father helped me to make this. And we have, a, uh, we walk into the door of this involved uh, family. And uh, I asked it to, in that time we had no bells, just to clap the hands to call someone in the house. Uh, and they come to me and said, it's just uh, nonsense. It's uh, just a dream. It will not happen because he is a child. Or maybe some nightmares come. Uh, it's not going to happen. Unfortunately, in 1973, as it was written in the letter, the thing is, had come, had come true. And unfortunately, uh, four people in the family had lost their lives. You come from a family of evangelical Christians, right? How did your family react to your evolving psychic abilities? Well, in the beginning, it was very difficult for myself because I had to visit many doctors. I had to go, I went to the church and I, I knew it uh, at the corn because I have to pray, because my family thought that he is a, a sinner, is a something a devil. But in the, uh, even the, uh, the priest had told my mama, after one visit of uh, two priests and, uh, from Italy, Roma, and one from Brazil, and they called my mama someday to talk and say, uh, even we try to make some work with Jocelyn, but it's not a sinner. He has something different, and she must look for a doctor 
because uh, many, uh, according to our view, point of view, this is a parapsychological situation. And that was, uh, we were looking for some uh, answer a long, long time. And uh, um, the, the first person that gave us one answer was a parapsychologist that told my mama that is a premonition and the dreams will, would not stop anymore. As I am now 61 years old, uh, and never stopped the dreams uh, as the first time I had it. When you have these dreams, are you entering another dimension or parallel world? Yes. Uh, the development of these dreams is a little bit funny because we go to bed one hour later, no preparing myself. There is no some uh, uh, different things to do to prepare it. It's a... Uh, uh, I cannot control it as well. Uh, I go to bed and sleep, and uh, I, it started developing myself. It's like uh, to some uh, some uh, energy comes out of my body. It's like a, a, a traveling trip, a traveling uh, a traveler. I take it, go to other place, and uh, like it to be Juscelino there. Uh, and listen people talking, and uh, I can hear and feel people, and also I can uh, see people uh, surrounded, and uh, some answer come to me, I see the situation, the future, and then return it back to my body. When I return it back to my body, uh, if I have one dream only, if I have more than one dream, it's necessary to complete all the process, and then return it to the body. And one day uh, in the morning, maybe in the morning, I can make the letter, all waiting for 30 days uh, just to write down. I can remember everything, all the points uh, during uh, 30 days of dreams. Uh, for the people that don't know me, uh, I have a six day of uh, at night that I have dreams, one, uh, two ninety dreams at night, and we call some day, one day of a week. That's the seven day. Uh, I don't have dreams. Uh, I don't know the reason why, but it, it comes not any dreams for myself. But six days a week. See, I found that interesting while reading your book that it says that you have no control over the nights in which you have dreams. But how is it that you always have a day off every week if you're not in control? Yes, this is important to remember, people. Uh, I don't have control where I go. I don't have control. But all the things I, I have seen or see in my dreams, it is developed for me. Uh, all, the, all the details, all the details come to me. Address, the name, to whom must I write to, and... Uh, if it, the letter is for foreign quarters or to Brazil. Um, however, uh, many people don't, doesn't know about the situation, but 85% uh, of my dreams is a common people. It's a common people. And only 15% is involved with some uh, farmers, politicians, or some uh, uh, big situation. 
that is very huge for myself, or destructions, or something that will happen, or not in the future, because I cannot control this. Are these out-of-body experiences or astral travel? Yes, this is. Uh, it's like a dobro, or uh, many people shama, uh, calling me a traveler in the future, you know? Like a time traveler, you mean? Yeah, this is. Okay. How did you come up with a system to disseminate your premonitions? Well, um, we must understand that the uh, most important thing is uh, that uh, I am uh, committed with the human being. Um, I don't care about myself, but uh, I care about others. So I have uh, to write down these letters to try to not convince people, but uh, to show them that it's necessary we change something in our life. We are running every time a big risk in the world. So it's necessary uh, to give people opportunity to know the dreams and uh, they can take some step to change that situation. Of course, some of them will not, but this does not depend on my will or not depend on myself, but this that we can make something to others change, to break some uh, opportunity uh, to change it to good the results or to big results that can help everyone. This is my proposal uh, that is my goal when I send the letters to turn the, the negative points to positive in the future. Has that ever happened when you contacted someone, alerted them of, of something, and they were able to mitigate or prevent a disaster, for example? Well, we have many cases here, many cases that the people had to change. For example, we have a famous group here. If you can find the internet in many other places, uh, the media gave, gave a lot of uh, the information. Is a colleague here, a famous group here in Mat Mateus. Uh, um, is, they are a very famous singer here. Yeah. And they, I sent letters for them a long, long time, and they stopped a show. Yes, a lot of money they would win with the show. But when I saw, I sent this letter to them, I devised that they could, that it was a possibility to be involved in a crash accident. I told them the date, I told them the, the place, I told them the hour, the minutes of this accident, and they decide by themselves to cancel the show, uh, and they are alive. That's important because they listen to me. That is uh, uh, the reason why when I tell people about this situation, um, it's dependent on the, uh, themselves to change the situation in the future or not. Is, uh, there is some mechanical situation and there is a, a natural situation that uh, are different points we can explain in these premonitory dreams. I know the purpose in notifying people of, of the premonitions is to warn them so that the event foreseen can be avoided or mitigated. But let's say you send a letter warning someone of an accident, an impending accident, and the person decides to stay home and the accident doesn't happen. 
wouldn't the person wonder if you were wrong and nothing really was going to happen anyway? I just feel good when it happened this, because uh, uh, I was wrong, of course. If you consider incisive, it's considered that I was wrong. But this, this person is alive, you understand? Right, so, right. Um, this is my point of it, this information. Would it help uh, the mankind or some people that is involved in my dreams? Because when I send that letter, my purpose is that people stay at home and not go out. Because if they go out, they will run a big risk to be involved in something that would happen. You can... I can remember you in 20, uh, 2004 here in Brazil, for example, I sent it to a uh, tribunal of justice here uh, that one uh, judge would be involved and someone we shot him. Uh, and this guy, this judge, uh, received this letter and the tribunal of justice also received the letter and put in, the, in a drawer uh, the letter. Uh, three days before received, and this this man, the judge of this tribunal, read read the letter and uh, prepared himself to Monday to be some security coming with him and protect himself. But he forgot the date of this letter, I suppose, and he was shot on the street. Uh, in that day, that I told him. Uh, five days later of his death, uh, the Tribunal of Justice uh, said uh, that he, they received the letter before, but they let the letter inside a drawer, and that was because uh, they are very, I, I think they are very sorry about this, and they give it this information. This happens with me all over the world. A lot, a lot of letters that I send all over the world, many experiments like this has happened and others change. But the change it was because some people take some step to move it or to change it. Just to, for the benefit of the audience, what he meant was there was a, a judge in a courtroom in, in Brazil and other judges in that same courtroom or court Received, received the letter, and they put it in a drawer and did not alert this judge, and that's why he was shot. You think? Yeah, I don't. I don't say that because it's two letters. A while I sent to the tribunal of justice, the court, superior court of justice, there in that place. I tell, I told that belongs to that area. And the other judge that was be involved received also the letter. That you he read the letter. The judge that was involved. That's why he contracts some safe security to protect himself. Ah, I see. Right. He forgot. He forgot the date of the attack. That was because he was shot on the street and was killed by these bad guys. So this means, Juscelino, that the future can change and it's not set in stone? Yes, most of them can change because we live, that is difficult to understand, but we live in a universe of energy. Energy changes every time. And also, uh, 
uh, like as uh, predictions can change every time. That's why we cannot consider predictions as a football game. Yeah, this is different at all. Last year, we did a short interview, so I'm hoping that we can discuss so much more tonight. You wrote a letter on February 20th, 1973, to none other than Bruce Lee. What did you say to Bruce Lee? Uh, I was telling I was telling him, I haven't been reading this letter for a long time before, but I was telling him about the situation of uh, what happened with him. Yes, uh, all the... All the things that happened with him in that time, I was reading, uh, uh, reading before, and then he received the letter before. You know, uh, unfortunately, the things happened that way. And you discuss it thoroughly in in, in the book, uh, The Dreamer. Uh, yeah. Everything you told them in that same letter, you warned, and this is 1970 some. Uh, his son was born in 1965, I believe. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Lee, and you actually tell Bruce Lee of the possibility of death of his son in 1993. Did you ever receive a response from either of them? Yes, both. Uh, I had this uh, both uh, situation, the same letter that I have written to Bruce Lee. Unfortunately, uh, this has come into real. That's Uh, why I was a little bit sad about this, but unfortunately it happened. Like um, the, the, the attack in the United States of America in 2001, I had written 134 letters. Did you receive a response from any of those over 100 letters at all? Yes. Did you receive a response? Did they, did they reply to you, any of those letters? Yeah. Yes, yes. Some of them replied to me. Uh, I have some answers. Uh, and after the evening, the the attack, I started to to have a, not a relationship, friendly relationship, but change emails, change letters with many politicians that he was involved there in that situation. And I am so sorry about that because many people was involved and lost their life. But if you wrote such letters with so much precision, Dusselino, you would expect the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, to be knocking on your door, not only about that event, but about other events. Did you ever get a phone call or a visit from an intelligence agency? Yeah, many of them. But uh, I keep this in, in top secret because uh, I prefer not to involve in this situation. Many come to me and ask to put some ampliances in my computer just to, to, uh, to follow me and uh, to get information. But this is not in my field. It's not my business to make this uh, for anyone. I, I am a man that he is here just to give some information or to warn people as spirituality asking me to do that, but not to be involved in some kind of abuse and political or something like that, because this not belongs to me, you know? Right. I respect, of course, everybody. I respect, but I cannot do anything. I, I can help it. I help it many of it to discover where... Is some uh, disappearing 
girls, some boys, some family that disappear. Um, they don't know the answer. It's like the police or other department don't know the answer. Uh, how this, uh, let's suppose, a girl or a boy or a family disappear? And I, I helped many policy to find the solution for this or crimes or normal situation. Uh, but for me to involve is difficult because uh, I, I don't like it to, I, do, I didn't like it to make it this uh, for my spirituality, you know? So I can help anyway. When I, uh, someone comes to me to, to ask for some help, I can help, of course. I don't say no. But I keep it all, I kept all uh, this situation in top secret between me and the family, me and the governors, me and the others, but not to, to harm it or to damage someone, you know? Understood, understood. You wrote a letter also to Elvis Presley in 1976, yes. a year before his passing. What did, he, what did you tell Elvis? Yes, this is one important moment to say, because not to send the only letter, but I received one telephone call uh, to, from the, the people that work with Elvis Press, and I talked with Elvis Press in 1976 for an hour, you know, and I explained to him about the situation of, uh, uh, to that point that would lead or to lead him to the death. Well, actually, you, know? you spoke. You spoke with Elvis. Yes, by the telephone line. Oh, okay. Tell us. Tell us. I was living in Santo Andre, and from there, Elvis Presley talked with me one hour. You know, long. One hour long. And obviously, he did not yield to your recommendations, right? Because we know what happened, yes. right? Yes, part of it. Yes, part of it. Too, too bad, too bad. He left too soon, and he was so talented. Now, we already discussed your October 11th, 1996 letter to Princess Diana in our last interview. So if anybody wants to listen to that, just go back to January of 2020 on our website and listen to what he had to say. Or in the book, you have it in detail. You have copies of the letters with postmarks and so on. And by the way, in the book titled Dreamer, you include copies of the original letters with the actual Brazilian yeah. postmarks and or days for anybody to confirm. Now, let's jump to your book about the coronavirus. This is what we're living right now. Everybody wants to forget about this. But your coronavirus premonitory dreams, no reason to talk about what happened last year. Everybody knows. We already know that. Why don't you tell us what is happening in the future? And why is Brazil going through so much turmoil with it right now? Is it the same ploy to get rid of President Bolsonaro in Brazil as it was here to get rid of President Trump? Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the, the condition is alike. It's the same. Because uh, that, uh, uh, I suppose here in Brazil, um, I don't want to talk about police and say, that's bad, that's not bad. But I want to tell the truth. That's important to tell the truth. Here, uh, Bolsonaro, he is a president that is making something different. And uh, this, it's not good for some of them. Yeah? They, they, does, they doesn't like Bolsonaro because of this situation. That's why you see our country is in a bigger crisis between government, state government, 
and the federal government because they don't uh, lead one another, because they don't uh, like one another. I don't know the reason. That's not uh, uh, the way I want to discuss here. Uh, this is not belong. But uh, I am a nationalist. I love my country. I would like it. Many people understand better this situation. The uh, coronavirus here is not very huge, like the some newspapers and some uh, TV are uh, introducing people all over the world. It's the different way. Because uh, if it was so dangerous, like they tell, tell people here, we'll be everyone here with the coronavirus. Coronavirus, the, the condition of coronavirus to, to infection you, to make you bad, is 30, uh, 13% only, you know? Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that the, uh, the condition of Brazilians is the decrees that makes people uh, make governance or orders to give you opportunity to show more than die, you know? Uh, if it, there is 1,000 people dying, uh, they show 20,000. That's terrible, you know? That is, is the reason why Brazil is a negative in the newspapers and the TV all over the world because they create some theater here. And this theater is showing people that everyone here is bad, you know? Um, I don't want to, to make this information to people say, oh, but all them are showing. Cemeteries are full. It's, it's not. They are using some pictures of the past. They are using here some uh, tools that it's not fair, you know? It's not real. And I contest this because uh, I have here the central notary office of natural people uh, that control everything. If you, you take it there in Brazil, you see that the deaths are very, 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 the quantity is not too much, you know? Well, you are confirming my suspicions. And what you just said, that it's a, it's a battle between the state governments. You have 26 states, we have 50 states, and there's battles between certain states and the federal government. In our case, we have a lot of governors that did extreme dictatorial lockdowns that affected the economy and they're still doing it right now and the same thing is happening in brazil you have certain states that are in favor and they are with bolsonaro but you have other states that are not and they're fighting him because as you said bolsonaro Juscelino, trump and mel we are all nationalists there's nothing wrong by loving your country and i think they're the elites they just want to the the, the globalist they don't like that. They don't like people to, to focus on their own country. They want the whole world to unite. Yes. And the, 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 the most problem in Brazil, the, the most of them, is corruption. That's why uh, they like money. And for money, you do everything, you know? Uh, it's what happened all over the world, you know? Some decrees that is inconstitutional, is inconstitutional, and is impossible because some kind of people protect this. And they, here, they join together to destroy our country. But we are Brazilian, we believe, we love Brazil, and we are here just to say that all the things they told is to shit uh, foreign countries. 
and say that they uh, had the reason. And uh, that's why they want uh, that uh, Bolsonaro is not very good. Otherwise, we have a Bolsonaro here, one year health a little bit without corruption with him. Uh, besides, others in the past, I cannot say the same, yes, as I am here not to judge, but I cannot say the same, you know. <laughs> you, you can't change the name from Bolsonaro to Trump and you will be saying the same thing that we have experienced here for decades. But according to your dreams, was the coronavirus a natural occurrence or was it a biological attack? Well, I think the way was uh, natural, but uh, they were spread by sacks, by uh, some, uh, um, some uh, tents or some uh, points, you know. Uh, tubes, some tubes to spread in many other countries. Now, it's interesting that you include some historical background on biological warfare. Here's just two examples. It is known that the Neanderthal, Neanderthal man placed animal stools on the arrows to increase the lethal power. And also the Roman legionnaires contaminated the wells of the their enemies with animal carcasses. So this has been happening for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Yeah. Uh, they use the tubes to spread all over the world the virus, you know, some uh, different way, because they want to hit some coughs, they use the tubes. I mean, not uh, here uh, um, com uh, to convince, but I am mean, just uh, to tell the truth. And they use the tubes to spread the virus to other countries. But it's natural uh, virus. We actually discussed this last year before coronavirus became news, Juscelino. On one hand, you say that the pandemic will accelerate the migration tendency from the center of the global power from the West to the East. It might be the guilty and not the virus origin, but how the country will take advantage of the crisis to boost opportunities might be the difference. I'm talking about China here. Where do you see China and the United States and Europe in the future? Oh, yeah, China is the way um, Iowa was predicting that China would collapse in 2022, because the situation of China is very bad. The North Korea is very bad. Uh, many people hungry, many people destroy themselves because uh, um, I don't want to judge this if the administration bad or not, but I'm telling the truth. All the world is the economical situation is bad. That's why uh, it came is to us. But China specifically is a, a commercial uh, fighting against the United States of America. That's why China would like to be in 2024 and uh, 2028 the first economy of the world. And they needed to take uh, Hong Kong for that. And they needed to take Taiwan for that to yeah. complete their, I don't say game, but is this the the goals of themselves? Well, they already have Hong Kong. The question is, when are they taking Taiwan? Well, this is one a problem. It's dependent because uh, this will cause some conflicts, and that's why they are think about. But uh, I think the dangerous uh, the. Uh, for the Taiwan will be in September this year. September of this year. Yeah, this is, will be the dangerous time for Taiwan. Do you think it's because we are going to be involved 
in another conflict and will be distracted with another conflict while Taiwan takes, I mean, uh, China takes Taiwan? Yes, because uh, the, unfortunately, I, w- I wouldn't hope this uh, for United States of America or other countries, but uh, the, the condition right now, because uh, Ch- China doesn't want to, to wait a little a long time, not so long, uh, to take the, the Taiwan, because they need to complete their goals, not to be uh, broken, to collapse the country in 2022. And that's why they needed this. Anyway, they will try to make it, even um, if that comes one conflict, they will go to their proposal. I guess my question is, right now, there's a conflict brewing between Russia and NATO. Could this be the conflict that will distract us while China takes over Taiwan? And do you see us getting into a kinetic war with China and or with Russia? Uh, they, uh, China and Russia is a different uh, position because uh, China would like uh, to have uh, this, uh, this uh, situation in control. And Russia, um, the proposal of Russia is other, Ukraine, you know, because right, some right. situation also is... There's some situation also uh, in the country. It's necessary to take Ukraine just to come close and to make unity between, and uh, they will be strong. But it's a mistake because Ukrainian people doesn't accept that, you know, and they need some uh, points of Ukraine that's necessary for them to complete their business, you know. Right, but you know, East East Ukrainians they consider themselves, you know, Russians, and you have Crimea that's already part of Russia, but that's another story. Now, with so many people, Juscelino, being vaccinated, have you had any dreams about the population of the world in the next year or beyond, based on the results of this vaccine? I uh, can say that uh, I um, well, uh, it's difficult to say. Uh, I don't know the United States, but in Brazil, if I say that uh, something about the vaccine, uh, they uh, you, you would pursue me here, you know, because they don't want negative things about the vaccine. Okay, don't, 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 don't talk about Brazil then. Talk about the rest of the world. Yeah, the rest of the world, uh, it's work for nothing. I can say about vaccine or the rest of the world. It's good for nothing, you know? And uh, and some people you run a risk, a big risk, um, with the health. My take, and I'm not I'm not like you. I don't have the ability to predict the future, but I can project it. And if I were a psychopath, and I needed to just kill as many people as possible, I would not do it on the first try. You know, you would do it. Yeah. You vaccinate people, and then tell tell the world, look, nobody's dying. Maybe one or two here. Then the second dose. And then when they top it off next year, that's when everybody's going to be vaccinating themselves. And this is theoretically when this would happen. Do you see an event like that in the future? Hopefully not. Yes. Um, it's hopeful. <laughs> of course. The results of vaccine now, this is, uh, uh, I've, this vaccine is very early. It's, very, it's not tested as they, they must do. Um, the first principle of this vaccine is H2N3, 
condition vaccine they testing yet. And that's why I think that they are commit some mistakes and the, this vaccination will be not good for nothing. Uh, destroy the, the, the organism of the people and will destroy the body. I'm an, listen to me, I'm not against the vaccine that make a test uh, safely for people and to take a, a lot of a lot of, of years uh, testing first and they can be used. I took a lot of vaccine in the past, but of course, I know that they, they had studied a long, long, long time just to give you some result. But this vaccine is very early. It's very, very dangerous for the mankind. I don't know the reason why uh, I think in the future uh, is a crime against humanity. You know, this is committed some crime against humanity. They, the results will be not very good to people. It's an experiment. It's an experiment, and the people that say, don't tell me, I've done my research. What research? They are the research. But, Juscelino, when you look at the flu statistics from previous years, it's almost as if the flu and even chronic disease, cancer, heart, heart disease, they all have vanished. Is this a biological war or a political war? It's a political war. Biological uh, is not coming yet, but this is a political war just to hide from the people over the world that the, all the administration over the world are not very good. Understand? So they had to arrange some skills before the people to hide the administration situation that wasn't good. And uh, even, and they day by day or, or as the uh, people didn't know about the situation, it come up soon. And they decide, however, in China comes the, uh, the, the virus, one opportunity to come close governments all over the world and make some deal to treat this as a virus problem, not an administration problem, you know? And they use it as well. Well, some high executive from CNN here in the United States was caught telling Project Veritas, not this Veritas, the other one, uh, that they did it on purpose, the, the propaganda. They wanted to show the number of deaths on the TV all the time and that the next chapter of this will be Not a climate crisis or climate change, a climate emergency, but we'll discuss that later. We keep hearing from the mainstream media, Dusselino, that the quote-unquote virus is mutating. Is it really mutating? And does this type of mutation happen in nature? No, no, yeah. Listen to me. Uh, um, uh, naturally, actions against us, if you untreated the, the natural, of course, some uh, results will come Uh, soon, you know that the, the sea level um, pollution, uh, when you log, you have logs and cut the trees all over the world, some problem will come. Uh, we have uh, some woods, and if you cut it there, there inside this wood, inside this environment, lives many bacteria, virus, and fungus that is against us. Uh, cannot be good for us. 
And if if you cut, if you make this, and he started to give them freedom to come to our urban area, and this will start to reaction against us. That's why it's happening all over the world. This and. Uh, um, this is a problem that you, you have to face in the future. It's a not a long, long time. It's a not a long term. We have to pay a big price just because we are destroying. And this virus is a part of it. It's a little part of it. It's like a teeny part of it. According to your dreams, will vaccines be effective or safe to fight COVID-19, or anything else that comes in the future? Of course not. Of course not. This is what I've seen. Is, I'm sorry for the sites that I respect. I'm sorry about the doctors that I respect too much. I don't want to contest anyone, but I say this vaccine is good for nothing. It's just good to give you some uh, um, reactions in your body, and this will kill many people. And uh, the way they are doing lockdowns are very bad for the people, you know? It's, it's giving more, you stay home. It's not meaning that you'll be free of the virus. It's the way they are doing education all over the world. It's, it's a fake, it's a, a mistake, you know? Uh, I don't know if they wanted more virus or less virus. It's difficult to understand because uh, uh, this situation, they are leading with the, the virus in the world. Do you remember? Um, it's not so far away, but in 2009, we have here the uh, influenza. We had here the, the Sweeney uh, flu, and the, we lead a different way. But now, we just commit a lot of these mistakes. I don't uh, say that. Uh, I see people... They are joined together for one purpose only, to destroy the world and destroy the economy, destroy the people. And it, um, it appears for me, I'm sorry to say, that they love people dying. You know, it appears to me. I'm sorry to say that, but it's what I have seen. Well, that's what most people see too. Are we ever going back to normal? Well, actually, let me not use that word normal. Are we going to a time that resembles 2019 again? And um, you take uh, depend of the uh, politicians, not about the the virus. Virus is very weak to kill people a lot because people, most of people that was dying, uh, they had some history of health problems in the life. So uh, it's dependent of education in and uh, the way they educate people just to control the virus. This time, I'm sorry. To say, but they are not controlling anything. It's depend of the politicians just to stop this or not. We've seen, we have seen what the global impact has been so far. Have you had any dreams about the future impact of this pandemic, say for the rest of 2021 and beyond? It's not necessary. Uh, um, let's see. It's not necessary one dreams or premonitory dreams to say that we are going to be in bad condition. Listen to me. In Brazil, for instance, with this collapse created by the governors, not federal, but state governors and others here in Brazil, we have 350,000 companies 
that came to collapse it, you know, and they stopped it. How many people are employed right now? We see in Japan, Japan, 1,500 companies closed the doors. You see all over the world, the United States of America is not so far away from here. And you can see that the United States and many other countries is in collapse. Argentina is in collapse. Uruguay is in collapse. And many other countries are in collapse. China, the virus came from there, you know, uh, is in collapse. Is not is going to the uh, the situation bad, 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 and uh, we have uh, these reflections in three years here all over the world. You know, we are in 2021, uh, 2023. Is will be unfortunate. I'm optimist about like to tell different, but if it is keep on doing the same way they are we'll be in a bad condition. More than this, we are facing now. I think it is the worst we'll be in 2022, you know? How will COVID affect the global stock markets? We will be affecting a lot, you know? Uh, the price is high, to the many things are uncontrolled. Governments are doing one process to destroy our planet. Oh, of course, they destroy the state and, and uh, they destroy Brazil, they destroy India, many other countries like China, many others. But it, uh, it's bad to know about this. I, I am sorry for the human being that he, uh, here in Brazil, we didn't call a lot, but we have a, a poverty uh, spreading. Uh, many people are hungry. This is bad for to know that they are create some situation, a black hole where you cannot go out of it, you know? So I hope that the, the big leaders of the world, they say they are, of course, uh, they change their mind a little bit and don't destroy our planet as they are doing the way now. But it seems to me that most of the world leaders are bottom paid for by the elites and the only few, I mean, I can think of Madagascar. I can think of Tanzania. You probably heard of the Tanzanian president that a few months ago tested a papaya and a Coca-Cola on the, and they all came out positive with COVID. Well, he disappeared. And I said it a few weeks ago that I bet he's going to reappear dead with COVID or something else. And that's exactly what happened to him. Bulgaria, another person who said we were given, offered by the International Monetary Fund, or the, one of those, the, the biggest entities in, in, in finance, billions of dollars so that they could shut down the economy, the markets, and he refused. There's only a few of those leaders around the world that really have a conscience, Juscelino. I think not now. Some of them, um, I think is... I think um, a few of them uh, have this conscience, uh, but the others not, because uh, you can see that many people think, uh, most of the people that it took it two, two vaccines, and they had died. And some, some people are telling, some governors are telling to mix the vaccine. Oh my God, this is, you see here in Sao Paulo, for example, uh, you, you you tell about the lockdown, uh, lockdown, but the train station, uh, bus station, 
uh, underground station are working very well. You know, a lot of crowd of people there. So that's incredible what they say. And also the Tanzania president was killed. It's not normal. He was killed, yep. you know? I think, again, I think the ones who benefit the most are world governments and, and the elite. Have you had any dreams on what the vaccines, again, will do to our young? We, we spoke in general about the population, but our young population, the the fertile population. Any dreams about the possibility of causing infertility in our youth? Yeah, it can cause a lot of problems. Um, unfortunately, I'm, you see, I'm not a doctor, but I studied medicine during, during eight years, you know. Um, however, I, I, I dislike to discuss about this because uh, this is not very good. But I can tell you that you will be destroyed uh, uh, immunity of persons uh, or people of the world and no create any any immunity more than the guys has. Like see sick people, um, some people that uh, is you uh, don't change anything inside. So uh, this vaccine, I'm sorry to say again, by the scientists that is studying and some um, ethical uh, scientists, ethical uh, some ethical um, doctors that I respect too much uh, because they are important for the, our world, many many of them. But this vaccine is just one agreement between governors, media. Mass, yellow mass, and also the labors. I don't, I, I mean, not accusing, I mean, telling, because I had a dream about this. You mean the yellow you know? press, the yellow press, la prensa amarilla. Yeah, yellow press. So it's agreement about them. They receive, it's not accus accusation, but what I have seen a long time before, they receive a lot of money to make it the badness for people and to not inform goodness. Oh, I think spirituality would be good for them. Um, if you earn money, listen to me. If you throw darkness, you're going to receive darkness. So that's why uh, this money is good for nothing. How will we recover from this crisis? You know, I think people must be more spiritualized inside and love indeed and respect one another uh, to uh, to help one another this is i i think the world i would like to see here in our planet you know we live in this space and shift we have no place to go i think people must our leadership our um, fellows our friends family must understand more about spirituality. That is the point to you uh, be great uh, and receive some gift of God, you know, any of uh, them universal, uh, spiritual, high universal, spiritual, if you uh, respect or not. This is, I think, is lacking of respect in the world, you know. You say love, love, you see poverty all over the world. People say, we share. Share what? This is not a, the real thing. I think most people change their situation and stop to lie because this is not real law. It's not real respect. 
is not real education, you know? This is, uh, like to say, I'm sorry to say the word, but is bullshit. I think you, we must, you know? Uh, I think we have um, one party inside us that is dark. I, I think it must be clear more. I think it is uh, the world now has one opportunity to concern, has one opportunity to be uh, more, um, more friendly instead of it to make wars or to take things off waters. This is good for nothing. All we gonna to die. There is no advantage to take off uh, poor people or to take advantage of uh, others' people. I think we must respect one another. But are we heading to recovery or recession, financial-wise, or worse, the depression? Well, sorry to abruptly interrupt, but we have to break both segments. And we actually had some technical difficulties before we began. And I didn't want to interrupt Juscelino. And thankfully, our communication with Brazil worked and was clear this time. Thank you to those who asked again to have Juscelino back. And please understand, English is not his first language. So I'm trying to speak as clear as possible so he can understand me. He has three books in English. And he has authorized Veritas to sell them on this platform electronically. So go to the Veritas store and you will find them there. The Dreamer, which includes his most notable premonitory dreams and all the letters. Coronavirus, which is all about COVID-19, his visions, and Marburg hemorrhagic fever, which is what he sees as an upcoming crisis. We don't discuss anything here to spread fear, but awareness. It is up to you what you do with this information. Another hour when we return in the members section. And if you're not a member, what are you waiting for? Go to VeritasRadio.com right now and join the Veritas family. This is Mel Hasselrich, and you are listening to Veritas. Thank you for listening to the first part of this important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the member section or join the Veritas family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at VeritasRadio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focus Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Divinia Water, Pure Organic Sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. Now, proceed to the members section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to Veritas. Because you don't want to believe. You want to know.